Oh, hello there. You just uh, <laughs> caught us unexpectedly. This is what's so funny. What is so funny? Oh, we've been sitting in this room together for 30 minutes. <laughs> Hello, Nick. Good simmer to down, see you. Simmer down. Everybody, this is Rink Moose. For those of you who don't know, Rink Moose is a weekly episodic podcast where two good friends get to ra- get around a table and discuss all things NHL and their implications in fantasy hockey. I am one of your hosts, Nick Costume. With these rude schmucks interrupting me yet again, no respect, every week, week in, week out. This is getting pretty ridiculous here. I'm joined by Kyle Nice and his other schmuckaroo friend, Dante Delfico, making his second appearance on the Rink Moose podcast. How are you fellas doing? That's a pretty long pause, too. I mean, you're blowing it pretty hard as well. Thanks for the introduction, Nick. It's going well, and we're pleased to be joined by Dante Delfico today. Dante, give a quick shout. Dante's in the building, and Nick, I love the intro, man, but you forgot one thing. Hockey, fantasy hockey, and now we've got Bachelor Talk integrated into our beloved show. This is a thing. We're not going to give you much, boys, but we're just going to do this is a test run, a test drive. You go to the dealership. You want to see if you're buying this vehicle. Let's let's try it out. We got, uh, I think we've all watched this past episode. Eve's Have we not? Eve's dropped on a couple of scenes. Yeah. A, a couple of seasons? The last, no, the last batch of the episode. I did not say seasons. Oh. I said scenes. Scenes. No, you watch the whole thing, don't you lie? No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. He he's fast forwarding until he sees some skin, and then he's just okay. Simmer, back up, back up. Simmer down. <laughs> simmer down. I'll have you pleased to know that uh, there's at least one contractually obligated shower scene every episode. So you're in luck, my is that friend. So you're in luck. Yes, hmm. yes, there is. See, I I thought given you know the whole circumstances with this fellow, they'd be a lot more PG thirteen. You know, as as expected. Yeah, I mean. I know, uh, I know you're alluding to the uh, the V card little drama piece that they've uh, decidedly sprinkled into the entire season. Oh, he's a he's a virgin, he's a virgin. Oh, that's so cute. No, but uh, yeah, we'll see, Nick. That uh, that card might be shed in the next coming weeks. I mean, I think it has. I think the season's a failure. I mean, what that would yes. be an epic failure of disastrous proportion. I mean, if, I mean, if he ends up being alone at the end of this. Yeah, I mean, the the goal is the man is supposed to propose to whatever unlucky woman is left standing at the end. <laughs> and goodness gracious, if they haven't tried everything by uh, by then, it's not uh, it's not a now, great... Now, here, uh, here's something I want to get out of the way. I, I So I'll be honest, I did not tune in this whole season. Just tuned in. Just last episode? This guy, just, I know nothing about these girls. Right. This guy knows how to pick them. Who, me? This guy knows how to pick. Oh, him. Dante! No, this guy knows how to pick him. Oh, ba- this guy! Yeah, like okay, he's got okay, like he's okay, got like okay. seven or eight girls left, and like all but one, in my opinion, are like I disagree. Pretty darn looking. I disagree with that, but Nick, <laughs> Nick, who's who's the who's the favorite here? Who's your favorite here? Well, I didn't have a favorite, but after listening to your little segment last week, yeah. 
honestly, boys, I don't even think this is a debate. No debate. I think this is like we got, you know, well, one's a 12 and everyone else is like, a, you know, seven. Now, let's back up here. I, I don't know. I think you're being a little extreme on this front. I, th- I think she's just a gorgeous woman, but I don't think we should discount some of the other ladies here. You know, let's not uh, get too harsh. Oh, on, of course. On the matter. No, I, I agree. I agree. <clears throat> but I see what you're saying. She's a clear cut above. She's a, a prime rib. <laughs> whatever you want to call it but uh yeah no just drama flying everywhere i don't know how much how, man, how much detail we want to get into it but not not a whole lot of detail but stupid drama flying everywhere the the two unclassy broads in uh in Tasha and uh kerpa thank god kerpa's gone fucking waste of space that was <laughs> but that's uh that's all that's all we want to talk about right now our money's on Cassie all the way, well, but I will foreshadow mm-hmm. something before we go on. I was telling Dante this in the car. You think everything's good with Cassie next week's hometowns, mm-hmm. and from the preview, Nick, he's a weirdo, eh? Her, her the, papa, the dad, <laughs> the dad. He is like your stereotypical drunk, abusive <laughs> stepfather. He goes on camera and he goes, "I don't know about this guy. All I know is." He's dating my daughter. That's all he says. He just goes, and we're all just going, oh boy. Well, and, so and, this could even the tables a little and bit. And that, that's kind of going where I was going to go with this. Because the problem with just tuning in for one episode is you see you know, how these girls look on paper. But you don't know anything about no. behind the scenes. You don't exactly. know what's going inside that, that brain, you know? And I don't think he does either. I don't think he knows exactly. one thing about this, and, these women. And, and if, as, as, as you know, I, I like my girls like I like my hockey players. Character, character yeah, character, character, character through the roof. And the reality is, <laughs> like, no one knows what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see how this plays out. But, uh, man, I wouldn't be surprised if whoever he picks here, like you see a tabloids three months from now saying it's over, it's over, donezo, done. And it's one of those years. The father has killed the, the father. Yes, yeah. <laughs> there's been there's been some violence. There's been you know. Like, fuck, it, the power struggle. I don't want to get, again, not too far into this, but the power struggle. Like, what if she has a problem with him? Because so far, he's had all the power in the relationship. Isn't that, isn't that the case? Like, the nature of the show is that I need to impress this guy at all costs. I better not have a problem with anything he's saying. Otherwise, I'm fucked. I'm, go- I'm going home. Yeah, like in Alabama, Missouri. All oh man, awful all the places. Miss Alabamas and Missouri's. Oh, like, don't Jesus get me started. Christ. There's a lot of interesting jobs out of like previous bachelor years. This this has been a weird year for jobs. You know why? Because these girls are younger than usual. That's very Th- true. This guy's 26, so you're seeing true. you're seeing girls our age. It's weird. It is very weird. It's so and weird. Some of them don't even look that young. No, no. So these 23 year old girls. They Cassie look like, does not look 23. No. If you said if you said she was in our high school, I'd be like bullshit. Get out. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that would be insane. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. <clears throat> I wish she was in our high school. Dante, yeah, Dante's pretty high on this girl too. <clears throat> yeah. No, it's uh, again a little segment we wanted to do, uh, but let's not dwell too much on it. Um, just quickly on on the fantasy hockey front, we've got this week and next, and then we're into playoffs. So oh yeah, things are are toasty and and heating up quickly. I've managed to secure third, like I said I would. It might be gunning come, for come top back to come back from seventh place mm-hmm. all the way up to third. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it's going to be interesting, and we'll probably discuss that mm-hmm. next week. Maybe a little pre-playoff 
special. Yeah, I mean, potentially things, things are in flux. We still don't know the matchups. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I might be in a position where I'm tanking next week. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to avoid Braden at all costs. So I'd be a, depending yeah. on the brackets, I want to be out of his part of the bracket yeah. just because he's OP right now mm. with all the draft picks he's been trading. Yes. Um, so I may have to do some tanking Fucking next shit. week. We'll see. I, Strategic <laughs> tanking. I don't know if Mitch did this on purpose, but Mitch is purposely built to win in the second round. So if he gets a bye, his first playoff matchup. Oh, he's getting matchup, a bye. He's the first place yeah, team. So right? it, his first playoff matchup. Mitch is not losing to anybody. His team is so set up with the matchups and who plays on what week that Mitch the Mondays, is crush. the Wednesdays, and the Fridays. He's gonna crush. So you can't play Mitch. I won't. All, play him, all his yeah. good players are all playing. So four you don't want to play Mitch. No, mm. no. I don't, I don't you know how to play stop Nick. That. You want to play Nick? I'd rather face <laughs> Nick than Mitch, and in that week. Yeah. But I don't think we've ever played each other in a fantasy playoff. I've only ever been in one. <laughs> <laughs> I lasted one round. Wow, that's sad. Short-lived. Yes. I think. Yeah, no. I think it's you're true. right. No, yeah. I haven't had much success so far. But next year's going to be fun because I've traded draft picks too. I, I might just tank next year. Wow. So that'll be fun. I'm going to pick all my favorite rookies. I'm going to have a great time. But we should get into the show, Nick. Yes. We should do it. What do we have on the itinerary here? Well, last week, man, we said next week we might have some some fun topics, and mm. wouldn't you know it? Today we had a bomb drop. May so I introduce all, this? Well, I wanted to do it, but go ahead. You introduce it, and then I'll. Uh, fine. Yeah, go ahead. Fucking <laughs> dick. I had my first. My I'm not even going to introduce written. this. Go ahead. I'm just gonna. All I'm gonna say, or all I'm gonna play for you guys, is a very important character of this show very important personality that has been much much talked about was the center of attention this afternoon already ramon no i think they went one they went only one. coach in nhl history to have the worst power play and worst pk within a back to back year. <laughs> within a calendar year of each other it's actually hard to do here's the other thing too we don't change anything ever so why do you have a meeting like i haven't paid attention in three weeks now for those of you who didn't understand all that that's a lot to take in there that's well, about that's the last. That's about the last four months of Matt Duchesne's life. <clears throat> you have this backstabbing bastard in the Uber, <laughs> who's, who's who's talking shit about poor old man, poor uh, what was his name again? The the assistant oh, coach. Oh, poor guy. Oh, hold on, Marty no. Marty Raymond. Ma- Marty Ramon. Ramon, yes. Marty yeah. Ramon, the worst coach ever. Yeah, of course. And then he's, he's, you know, making a bad example in front of Shabbat and the young kids yeah. and the Bathersons. And then just two months later, he's thrown his own concert. He's not even playing. He's thrown his own concert, picking up ladies at country night. The total fuck boy stringing his guitar and just playing whiskey glasses. And uh, I mean, what, what is with this guy? And, and, and so finally, they had to ship him out of town. The deal today being... Matt Duchesne 
and another fellow called defenseman Julius Bergman to the Columbus Blue Jackets of all teams mm. in exchange for Vitaly Abranov. Excuse my un-Russian <laughs> pronunciation. Jonathan Davidson, Ooh. a 2019 first and a Ooh. conditional 2020 Ooh. first if Duchesne resigns with the Blue Jackets. Ooh. There's a lot to digest here, lots to take in, hence why it's our opening topic of the day. Kyle, what did you make of this block booster? Regarding the Duchesne clip, Matt Duchesne in the last six months has been a smorgasbord of bad morals. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> He's just set the absolute worst example that he possibly could for his character. And it, do, it doesn't just start with the fucking Uber thing. It starts all the way back in Colorado when he said, I don't want to be on this team anymore. We're not good enough. And he shows up to training camp looking smug as all shit. Totally unprofessional. So I, I was a Matt Duchesne fan. I'm just going to get that out of the way. And he lost my trust. Now on to the trade. Nick, Dante... The dominoes have fallen. The chessboard is in motion. I know. On Trade Center. So Trade Center has officially kicked off, Nick. Now, let the, you name the guys. My first question. Be honest. Mm. Now, you're a hockey fan. You're maybe not a, uh, a prospect guy, per se. Who of these guys that are returning... Have you heard of? Um, none of them. None. Of, so Vitaly Abramov, yeah. Jonathan Davidson. You haven't heard of these guys. Yeah, but I'm, that's again, that's not saying much because as sure. you know, I'm sure. not the native prospect expert here. And we'll 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 unpack that later. But first, I want to start with the, the Columbus perspective, if that's okay. Mm -hmm. um, so, what does this mean for them? It seems like they've gone. The opposite direction of what a lot of people thought they would, what I thought they would, it looks like they're loading up. They won't be trading Panarin. They won't be trading Bobrovsky. They're putting them, their faith in themselves. They're saying, listen, team, we have a shot at this, this year. And what they're actually doing here is they're saying, if it's not this year, it's not anytime soon because this could absolutely blow up in their face if things go south and um, it's just a totally totally gutsy move because we know Panarin is walking we know Bobrovsky's walking I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say Duchesne's not gonna sign either the man is starting a new family uh, he, he's just got a new son he it's a nice wants city, to be Columbus it's a nice city. now hold on I don't uh, I don't agree I don't have you been? Have you been to Colombo? No, I've never, I've never been. But uh, I mean, I'm looking at all the NHL cities, and I'm not seeing Duchesne choosing Columbus as his number one. Now, it, he he gets one chance in his career to be choosy with where he plays, and he happens to be starting a family. I'm not sure Columbus is the place for him to start this family. Anyways, that that's a whole nother topic, but I don't think he's going to sign. So it just really restates the fact that Columbus is so in right now. And um, boy, if they don't make some noise, 
boy, oh boy, if they don't make noise this year, they are in deep shit. But I don't blame them for what they're doing. It's gutsy. It's it's really admirable. So they won tonight. They won tonight, which might change things. They actually, fuck, it's hilarious. They won tonight against Ottawa. So Duchesne goes from the Ottawa Senators' dressing room and walks down with his equipment in a shopping cart. He walks down the hall, takes a left, takes a right, takes a left into the room, and he's in with the Columbus Blue. Hey, welcome, Matthew. And it, that's how things went tonight. It's absolutely hilarious. And uh, Columbus won 3 nothing tonight. So whether Ottawa's going to score another goal the rest of the year is another question. But it's just uh, we didn't see Yarmo going this way. I didn't see him going this way. We all thought maybe they'd be sellers. Where's Panarin going? He was three on the trade bait board. And Columbus is all in. I uh, I admire it. I think it's going to be very interesting. What do you think? Yeah, I'm. I don't know. You see more down on it than I do. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Sure. I think this already blew up in their face. I think it blew up in their face the second those two Russians said they wanted to leave. So at this pit rate, you're just trying to make the best of this shitty situation. If you're our boy Yarmo, yes. And and if you ask me, I don't think teams are going to pay full value if they're cognizant of the fact that these players want out. I mean, they're 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 gonna walk anyway. So like, they're they're telling Yarmo, hey, like, we're not we're not gonna offer like, uh, you know, the, the 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 holy grail for these guys. I mean, these guys are low value to you as it is. So, I mean, I I don't I don't really see an option they had here. I, I it was either they're gonna trade them for a low value or they were just gonna hang on to them for a playoff run. And like I said mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, this is a desperate hockey market for a playoff run. I've had no success. This seems to be the year. And honestly, I don't think they gave up too much. No. When I I, I honestly I think Columbus is a poor prospect team. And, mm. and when when I read these were two of their top three prospects, I was like are you kidding me? A third round, that, a yeah. third rounder, and a sixth rounder are your two th- of your three best prospects. Piss Where's poor. your scouting? Where are the first rounders? Where are the second rounders? Like, who's been making these picks in the draft? This is shit. So the f- the fact it only the fact it only took these two guys, the fact it only took these two guys, uh, and for sure a first rounder, and maybe the next first rounder if you lock them up. But I think it's fair if you lock them up because it'll likely be a good contract. I think they did just fine, and I, I think this makes their center way better. Six weeks from now, when we were making our playoff predictions, I was going to pick this team to win the Metro. Mm. I was that confident about yeah. them. Now with Duchesne, you bet I'm even I'm going more all in with that bet. You yeah. got Dubois, Duchesne. I could see them being butt buddies. This is going to be great. <laughs> wow. wow. Wow, that just got so out of hand. <laughs> That's great. Oh, yeah. One, this one-two punch down the middle. Is going. This rivals Malcolm Crosby. This rivals. Oh, please. I'm serious. Don't say that. I'm se- we, hey, we've talked. You about can't our, say our, that. Our boy Pierre Luke for quite I know some he's, time. But he's still. He's quite unproven. My he's point great, is, I think but he's quite. I think Duchesne's going to look at this. He's going to say, "Now I don't have to be the guy." You know, uh, Dubois the guy uh, in Ottawa. I was saddled with all the pressure. Here we got it. We get to split up the pie. I, I, I like this uh, for him. I think he's going to resign. I, I think he likes the market. It's a northern cold market. He's a Halliburton kid. I mean, Kyle, come on. This guy, this guy's not going to go to Florida or L.A. or, you know, like, come on. I don't know what's in the mind of Matt Duchesne, <laughs> but 
you also have to think what is the incentive yeah i don't know think of the incentive of columbus to to sign this guy so if you sign him you're giving up you're spending a first rounder in 2020 to sign him now you lose panarin and bobrovsky we think so your team is automatically a full rung worse now if you do give up that 2020 you are giving up a chance potentially it's it's very very good chance that you maybe don't make the playoffs if you lose both these guys i mean they're on the bubble right now and they have those guys you're giving up a chance at a lottery shot in a draft that is unbelievable so there's also the incentive of columbus not to sign him as well so not only does duchene have to be all aboard let all systems go but columbus has to be ready to spend a 2020 first rounder that might have have lottery implications. So to you, it's putting too much importance <clears throat> on the mind of Matt Duchesne. And if you're Yarmo, you don't want to be going all in on this yes. on this on this country <clears throat> fuck boy backstabbing prick. This country bumpkin. I mean, now this all hinges on many things. We're we're talking in the present, but say these guys go on a run. You know, say they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and they get one goal away, just like mm. Ottawa did. And then what did Ottawa do? They panicked and they started, mm. they got Duchesne. Mm. So there, there's that situation where if they do well as a group, you never know what happens. Maybe this guy stays, maybe he likes the group, maybe he likes the gel. Um, but when I look at the team, I like what I see. I, I, I like the forwards. I think they have it. The defense are great. The goalie is obviously great. He's struggled in the playoffs a little bit in Bobrovsky. What they need to do here is very, very important. Two things must happen for them to make a deep run. Duchesne must carry that second line, similar to what he did in Ottawa. He's been great. He's been amazing this year. It's, it's, his numbers are amazing. Let's not kid ourselves. He needs to carry the second line, and they need to avoid Tampa like the plague mm. in the first round. If they can stay in the Metro... I have very, very, very high confidence in this team. You need to get ahead of Montreal. You need to put Carolina to sleep. And whatever Pittsburgh does is a whole nother story. But they need to avoid Tampa and the Atlantic for that matter. Um, but as an aside, I don't know what you can make your comments on that. But as an aside, this trade is making Pittsburgh Penguins general manager sweat a lot. I don't see Pittsburgh standing pat when they see Columbus loading up. And you see Washington didn't make huge moves, but they made a minor move. I don't know, man. I, I don't think Pittsburgh's very comfortable where they are right now. They're in serious danger of being knocked out. So I think there is a deal coming down the pipes yeah, for them. They're losing in this arms race because you mentioned they it are. with Washington. You get a Carl Haglund. Say what you want about Carl Haglund. But, you know, the guy's a Stanley Cup winner. That's why L.A. got him. He's a veteran presence. He's a Swiss Army knife. Mm -hmm. Power play, PK, Speed. Top, top line, bottom line, can do it all. Mm -hmm. He's going to be a valuable asset regardless what your opinion is of Haglund. You look at a guy like Nick Jensen. This is a guy who a lot of pundits have really like. Under the radar, you don't really know him because he played on a shite team in Detroit. Yeah. But honestly... I mean, lots of these guys like him for some reason. You know, I'm not knowledgeable enough to know about a Nick Jensen. 
but you know, I'll take I'll I'll take them on their word and and see this guy face value. I mean, this guy apparently is a decent puck moving depth defenseman, and as we both know, that's of high value this time of year. And Washington got him and Haglin. So mm-hmm. you look at Columbus, you look at Washington. These teams in the Metro are adding, and uh, Pittsburgh's kind of just been standing pat. They did they did the Bugstad thing and the and the McCann, but you got to think there's more to come because. I mean, I'll be honest, and I'm a huge Pittsburgh fan. If if I'm putting Pittsburgh up against Columbus in in a playoff round right now, I don't have the confidence. I I can't pick the the Pittsburgh Penguins. They have they have the center depth, sure, but in every other category, I think they're faltering. It's I mean, goaltending. Who the hell's Matt Murray these days? Uh, their defense. Some of the they've had some of the worst defense all year. They allow the most in zone rushes. Uh, they looked awful against San Jose. They looked like a house league team against San Jose. Uh, they're they're worried, man. I'm telling you, they have to really shape up right now. And you better hope Carolina hits a speed bump because, I mean, it's 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 going to get nasty out there. This this metro is heating up like like we haven't seen in a long time. So that that's that's very interesting. And and I mean, I guess being on the Duchesne topic here. It goes without saying Stone and Zingle are, are for sure to go now, right? Given all this scratching before games nonsense. The the word on the street is, and from all the, the insiders, is that... Now, does Zingle, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't 100% know him. Why are they scratching him? him then? Because they're scratching him because they think and they want to move him. But And there's same thing with Stone. And I think they're, they have to move stone for sure because it's too risky to not move him but Dezingle, i'm not sure i think stone is is 90 going is so he going where i keep coming back to winnipeg really i really want that i heard boston the other day that got me oh, scared i don't like that him I in a boston like jersey that, that scares I don't me like that. i As a yeah, Lee fan no. that's terrifying uh fuck yeah, no. If he goes, if he goes to Boston, that's puts them over the top. Trouble. That's over, that puts trouble. them over the top. Like, <laughs> if he goes to Boston, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at Boston and Tampa Bay, in that in that East, and I'm going, who's beating? These guys? <laughs> Come on, who's beating these guys? I don't know, Nobody. but the dude stone is stone has always been the guy i'm just waiting for because Mm -hmm. to me he's the most intriguing piece Mm -hmm. um and i i I always hear winnipeg like they'd be better off with a center because you know do you trust brian little in the second center spot Mm -hmm. but not to mention the depth that wing i just i love i love stone and I, I love that team, and I think he'd be such a fit. Okay, so we're, we're on that topic. What did you think of the return? The du- what did they get for Duchesne? What did you think? How did yes. Pierre, our boy Pierre, Pierre Dorian, Dorian. Do, do, do here? Because we've been harsh on the guy. Oh, we've been very harsh on the guy so harsh. in previous episodes. I mean, did, did he make up for uh, oh, you know the, the Carlson fiasco and everything before that with this one? Now I'm going to try to throw the opinions that I've read online out the window like i'm gonna try to just give you my full flat-out opinion now i asked you at the beginning of the show if you've heard of either of these guys you said no um this first rounder is likely to be a 20 to 25 whatever later in the first round 
Good draft. I don't like this move. Mm. I don't like this return. It's not an awful deal, but it's a bad deal. Why, 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 why do you trade Carlson and Duchesne and the, the return you get, you haven't gotten a single A-level guy? True. A single A-level guy. You must, if you wrote that down on a piece of paper, Ottawa's going to trade Carlson and Duchesne and get this crop of bullshit. And they're not bad guys. They're not bad players, sure. But they're third round guys, sixth round guys, second round guys who may or may not be at the very highest a decent second line player. It's must be so maddening as an Ottawa Senators fan to have to go through this this awful stretch of just utter lunacy. And man, you're you're hoping Columbus goes on a run and Duchesne signs because your only chance at saving this franchise in the next five years is you get a lottery ball in 2020. If you don't get that, misery for five years well, and that's at least. if he signs. If that's only that's if he, if he signs. signs. Big if. But you, you better hope you come last next year, get some lottery balls, and then you better hope you get the 2020 of Columbus to help your chances because this is going to be shit for years, Nick. Years. I don't care if Batherson turns out to be good next year. Who are you going to play with? I, I, f- I just feel like it's it's tough. I think it's really tough being a GM and being Pierre Dorian. I think it's hard. Like, I think he did everything he could. He waited a while. Like, you were, he, we heard the reports of Duchesne's agent flying from California, Dorian flying to California, all these talks. He waited as long as he could to get the negotiation going. The second he didn't find out the negotiation was going to happen, he takes his time. He's pretty, you know, uh, methodical with who he's talking with. I... Like, what else could he have done? This must have been the best offer on the table. Otherwise, he wouldn't have done it. So, like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like just context beats mm. you as a GM. Like, you're, you're pushed into this window where you're like, oh, my God, I only have 48 hours left to trade this guy. And you have to make a move. You know, it's just the nature of the business. So, I, yeah. I, I almost feel like we can't be too, uh, you know, demonstrative with how we critique this this Pierre fellow. Yeah. And in the short term past, I, I totally agree. I think like if you look at the last six, eight months in an isolated, like in a vacuum, I think I don't mind the deal because like, again, what could he have, what could he have done? Like you said, but the ball started rolling with the Carlson stuff, with the Duchesne trade. This is where the mistakes were made. And this is the fallout. Like you, you traded a fucking shitload for Duchesne and now he's walking for was that a year ago like was yeah. that exa- yeah, exactly yeah exactly a year, a year ago. ago was the quote Duchesne puts us over the top and now we've got Abramov Davidson and a first rounder and what have you lost you've lost Turris you've lost a top four mm-hmm. at the very least in this year's draft um and God and, and a bunch of other stuff too I mean Colorado's making out like bandits still in this deal bandits so door and this this could be the man this could be the owner like this could be the guy saying i'm not signing carlson to this money so trade him this could be the guy saying you better go get duchene we need a marquee player so trade for him we don't know what's going on in the background so you're right we shouldn't place all the blame on dorian but it just looks so nasty for this franchise recently it really does yeah i mean yeah i feel bad i mean uh 
you know, one goal away from the Stanley Cup final to this. It, it, it's seldomly do I think you see such a dramatic transition from high hopes to just complete downfall. And, and I think that's what we're seeing here in, uh, in Kanata, Ontario. Yeah, I'll, I'll be out there scouting the team in three weeks' time when the Leafs visit. Cheap tickets? <laughs> we sure didn't pay cheap <laughs> back in September. Oh. But but it's the Leafs, so you know it's always going to be a pricey yeah. ticket. I think yeah. every other team is cheap if you go there, but the Leafs, I mean, you know, it's the Leafs. Yeah. So uh, I think that's just going to be a spanking. I think that's going to be like oh, an yeah. 11 nothing oh. hockey night in Canada kind of game, you know? I mean, yeah. Ottawa, they've been shut out two straight games now without the big boys in the lineup. Oh, my right? God. New Jersey and Colombo. Right? Do, they ever, do they ever score? Well, this is going to be... Like, hey, here's some fantasy advice. Mm. Target Ottawa. Like, target spot-starting goalies oh. against Ottawa. Yes. Pick up, Absolutely. Pick up some 0, 1, and 2 goals against games. It's fantastic. You know, advice. even if it's a shitty goalie like a Jonas Corposalo, just, yeah. you know, throw him there against Ottawa yeah. and... Uh, Get a good solid fantasy night. You just never know. I mean, who's there? Yeah. Who's the? Who's gonna snipe on you, Kachuk? No, he's gonna bury one from garbage. There you go. Maybe no maybe. one can snipe on this team. <laughs> no, absolutely nobody. Like Colin White, he's he's a grindy kind of guy too. Like White and and Kachuk, they're both grindy mm. kind of kind of fellas. So yeah, no one's sniping on you as long as you cover that low portion of the net. You're fine. Mm. You're shut out. You're good. Yeah. Stack those stats and uh, <laughs> and just watch the money roll in. Yeah. That's what I'm saying right now for this team. But, hey, they got another piece. Well, they're not done. They got two more pieces. Mm. Get them right. Get a good return. And, uh, hey, we could be talking about Ottawa in a whole new light because we don't know what's going what's gonna to come back with Stone. They're saying he could, have, he could bring back the biggest value. So, hey, you got a shot. I like what the O-Dog said on Overdrive. He's like, who's this Zingle guy? <laughs> they're, they're scratch- he didn't they, say Yeah, that. he's like, they're scratching Duchesne and Stone. Is this Zingle guy good enough to be scratched <laughs> oh. and to be held out? Oh, my God. I kind of agreed with him. I mean... He's kind of some no-name who just took off this year. I mean, yeah. okay, he wasn't a no-name, but like this is his first like marquee year in the show. The yeah. fact they're treating him like a Duchesne and Stone is pretty high praise, it, if yeah. you ask me. It's pretty... I mean, I haven't paid enough attention to him, <laughs> apparently, because, I mean, he's got, like, what, 22 goals? He's having a good oh, year. Oh, very good year. Good year. He's going to get paid. On pace for, like, 60, and good for him, too, and good for Ottawa because he's driving up his own value. But, yeah, it's a good point. I mean, it's not going to... That's why I said I don't know about Dezingle. Because I fucking, I don't know. No, I don't really pay attention mm. to him. It's like Duchesne and, and Stone take up all the spotlight there is. It's like if Dezingle goes, I, I might just be like, yeah, it's another Nick Jensen. Right. But no, he, he's bigger than that. So. And, and one more thing I'll say is they are cleansing the locker room, the purging the locker room of these bad character <laughs> oh, no. fellas from the, the, from the, the Uber, Uber guys day. are all gone. Yep. <laughs> one Weidman, by one. Weidman, oh, no. Duchesne. <laughs> And now you just have the young kids, you know? Yeah. yeah. Boy, you can't get rid of those and they, guys. They kind of took a back seat in that video anyways. Oh, yeah. yeah. You Don't. Know, literally and figuratively. So, yeah. I mean, you got the two guys who are sitting in the front, center stage, Gonzo. So, I mean, at the very least, Pierre's, you know, up in the uh, character in the in the dressing room, you know? You know? <clears throat> yes, exactly. There you go. The exorcism. 
Let's say one quick. Let, let's each give a positive note on on Ottawa. I want to go first. <clears throat> Thomas Shabbat is the uh, perhaps the brightest young defensive star in the game, and that's wonderful. So good, good for them for picking that guy. They can't possibly get any worse. <laughs> that's great. Yes, that's great, Nick. Um, who's their coach? Uh, fuck. Yeah. What's that guy's oh, name? Guy, no. Guy Boucher. Yeah. Guy yeah. Boucher, in one year's time, will be hosting a five-star <laughs> radio show that will be making uh, Canadians proud on CBC because he's got a great radio voice, as Sid Sixero said. Yeah, Sid Sixero, the best guy ever. Yeah. Can I ask you one more question? Sorry, I, oh, oh, I hate to and sorry, this is guys. a big one. They got Eugene Melnick in power, who supposedly has this amazing plan in place to get this team back into contention. What was it, three years, he said? They'll be back in the hunt? Uh, he made those promises, right? Yeah, well, bold, I, don't know. I don't know if he named any dates. That would be that would be a very poor judgment on on his. He part. made some pretty listen, loft, fans. He made some pretty three lofty years. Will be good. <laughs> he made some lofty comments. That's very risky. Let me ask you one more question. And yeah. th- no one talks about this, Nick. No one talks about this, and it's concerning. What is the future of this team's goaltending? Craig Anderson. He's like sixty. He cuts his fingers cutting chicken breast. He He's, can't even cut chicken breast. The guy, let alone stop pucks. The guy's a glass house. The guy can't stop pucks. The guy's 40. What is the future of Ottawa's goaltending? Now you're going to come up to me and say, well, we don't have a goalie. We're going to have to trade for him. And we're going to trade all the guys we got for fucking Duchesne and Carlson. And it's done. It's over for this team, Nick. What can happen to save this team? One thing. Only one thing. Alexi Lafreniere. Wow, that's bold. That's the only thing that'll save this franchise. It is the 2020 from draft. Utter and, they should, doom. and they should have at They'll least be last. Pick. They'll be last. They will be last place. That will help. But... There's so many questions. There's so many questions. Unbelievable. They need to get a goalie. Craig Anderson's done soon. I don't know what they're going to do. I Like I said, five years of doom. That's all I'm going to say. This quote, the Senators will be all in again for a five-year run of unparalleled success where the team will plan to spend close to the NHL salary cap Who said that? every year from 2021 to oh. 2025. That's so boring. Melnick reiterated that the Senators' current rebuild is a blueprint on how to bring the Stanley Cup home to its rightful place in Ottawa. Wow. If that's not a sell job, I don't know what is. I haven't seen a fucking worse rebuild in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> not in my entire life. This is awful. What... I'm not even going to dive into that, but at least he said 2021. But at this time, it's almost 2020. It's 2019, and they can barely make the cap floor. 
they right now they don't pay their players enough because they don't have enough good players. They want to take Milan Lucic's contract because they can't pay their guys because mm. they're so shit. So, fucking yeah, whatever. Let's see it. Let's what happens. I don't know. Whatever. Ha- hey, maybe they sign a bunch of free agents. I don't know. Could happen. Maybe Kachuk is the next Gretzky. I don't know. Maybe they <laughs> may, maybe there's no team in Ottawa in five years. Hey, I, like I said, if if they don't land this this trap, this lottery, if they don't land this arena deal, arena hockey de- alone. Yeah. Well, Kyle, you need to make a trip to no, Canada. No, this no, arena's no. a joke. No, no, Nick, it's Nick. in the middle of nowhere. But here's there's the thing: there's no entertainment value in the arena. There's nothing to look forward to. <laughs> I've been to stadiums in Florida, in Anaheim, Ottawa. Is shit. This is why. I'm, let me let me. This is it. All ties together. Because Pittsburgh, before they got Crosby, was very was on their way out. They they were in a negative place. They were struggling to sell tickets. It was the end of the Lemieux era. A dark place. They got Crosby. It changed the entire city. Edmonton lands McDavid. They have one of the nicest rinks in the league now. Franchises can literally build their entire cities around these players. I'm telling you, Laf- a guy like Lafreniere's status goes to Ottawa. They'll get their rink. This this franchise won't be going anywhere with a player of this magnitude. It's a big if. I mean, what are it's, the oh, what are the huge. odds nowadays with the with the la- if you finish last? If what, you 20% finish last, it's twenty percent. Twenty percent. Twenty. That's shit. That is shit. <laughs> I mean, we we give one in five. We give, your we give, franchise hey, hey, out of here. We we give them shit for the Colorado trade, but yes, you know, Gord Miller, he was saying like Kachuk was a fourth rounder, right? Fourth fourth overall. So he, he for, sorry, fourth overall. He did some math. He added up the odds for the first, the second, and the third. Tallied them up, and said, even if you tally up those odds, there was still a two thirds chance you wouldn't be picking. Like th- there was a two thirds chance you'd be pi- you wouldn't be getting better than Kachuk or something like that. Oh yeah, fair. So like, I mean, say what you want about the Kachuk thing, but like, so much of this industry is luck and luck, just luck of the draw. How the balls spill out of that, you know, yep. chamber. Yep. And yep. 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 you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But as I said, the top four, if they come last next year, which we think they will, the top four are all franchise defining guys. According to you, it yeah. just happens to be that way. So the what, whoever that guy is, it could change everything mm-hmm. for them. But again, we'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think you think they've taken enough abuse from us so far on the show. We want to move on. I mean, we gave them a break. We hadn't talked about them too much, but I think today was. Uh, I mean, hell, it's probably going to continue next week after these trades. Oh, yeah. Who knows, right? Who knows? We might what, even what do value? a, uh, a we, trade we center might lo- special. We might love Pierre next week. He yeah. might, for what he gets for Stone and Zingle, who knows where why, the market goes, right? Why is there a part of me that wants him to get fleeced on this? Because you're an awful person. <laughs> no. I just, I just feel like it's going to happen. Like, Carlson, you got not. Not nothing, but you didn't get anything for Carlson. You didn't get anything for Duchesne. Why are you going to get something good for for Stone? Well, he is the cream of the crop. I mean, you said it earlier. He's a good guy. What? Who knows what Boston gives up? They've got a lot of good prospects. They don't. Oh yeah, they don't. 
Boston's prospects don't ins- excite me in the slightest. Mm. They're all Pierre kind of prospects, eh? They're all just like, they're all exactly like, I feel like they're a bunch of Zach Hyman's. Mm. Just grinding kind of guys, not a lot of skill, but a lot of heart. Like, go to hell. You want to talk about the coil trade? Uh, we can we can tickle the coil trade. Sure, you can uh, say the... Uh, sure. I'll give you the Pierre connection on this one. This is a classic Pierre take. They asked him what he thought. He's like, oh, no surprise. Charlie Coyle, Boston kid, Boston boy from... (laughs) He played in Fair Academy, the school in Boston. The school of greatness. Under under Michael D'Angelo, the coach of Fair Academy. He's the best guy ever. And his dad played for this team in Boston. And then they've got this huge Boston connection. His dad is awesome. (laughs) Oh, and they know the assistant coach, and da 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 da. da. That's like, why I made it on the team. Oh, just ridiculous! All these Italians in Boston—that was the source of this deal. The Donato kid—he goes to Minnesota. Hey, Donato. Donato, an A-level prospect in it, Pierre's opinion. Quick question: Was he one of those three picked ahead of Barzell in the 2015? I don't think so. Okay. I do not think so. I think it was DeBrusque okay. and some other two schmucks. DeBrusque, yeah. It was, yeah, because, yeah. But uh, anyways, this guy, uh, t- highly towed a prospect by, by many pundits, including Pierre, who called him an A-level prospect at some time. <laughs> uh, thought he was a star. Um, good friends with Pierre. A star, Nick. Yeah, he thinks he's going to be a star. A star. Um, he goes to Minnesota. He couldn't quite crack the lineup in Boston. Was sent to the AHL recently. Bad. Put up mediocre numbers in the, uh, not even any numbers in the NHL. In the AHL, kind of mediocre so what, far. Donato? Donato, yeah. Oh, man, that's lame. So Donato's to Minnesota. They're kind of trying to build it. They're trying to rebuild and compete at the same time. So I guess it's okay for them. Coyle. Again, one of those Swiss Army Knife kind of players. PK, Mm. power play, top line, bottom line, all over the place. But Mm. he only gives this team more depth. And, hey, if Boston gets more depth, that's great. Mm -hmm. Not to mention they trade away a guy who wasn't even going to help them this year in Donato. So I I think it's a decent deal. Where else were they going to improve? Not their D and not their goaltending, right? Yeah. Only up front. So mm-hmm. to me, it's 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 good haul for Boston, especially in a year where they got to compete with you know Bergeron still there, Chara still there, Marshawn still there. So I I, I, I guess I kind of like the deal for both teams, you know. Yeah, I think it's fair for both teams. Does this indicate at all to you that Minnesota is? Oh, they're teetering. Sort of looking at themselves in the mirror and saying, "Our time might be l- limited." Our time might be coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's I know they're totally in it in the West, but I mean, look at their guys. They don't. They can't win this year. Too many injuries. They're getting old. Dumba, Koivu. You just trade yeah. Coil. That's not a sign of optimism. No, no. If you're a veteran, if you're Zach Parise, oh, you got to be rallying up the troops in the dressing room, going, well, "What's our manager doing?" Yeah, no, he's given up. On That's you. a marquee guy they just traded. Exactly. This and is over. It's so tough for them because they're an older team, sorta, and they're kind of on on the the fence here. Like, do we compete this year? Do we let's get a head start on the rebuild? It's tough, but I think they're making the right move here, Nick. And I think the right move is to start getting younger. You're not going to win this year. Forget about it. Start, like, just 
pack it in. You might trade Stahl. You might trade Eric Stahl. I don't know. Is he on an expiring deal? I'm not sure, but he's his name's been out there. And I wouldn't be surprised if they start tearing this thing down. Like some of their some of their big guys might be starting to to fall out here. I'm not sure. Yeah, not to mention all the teams they got to leapfrog and battle through to get that final spot, right? Hey, Colorado's hot again. They are. They're hot. They've got it together. I mean, to <coughs> me, found it. to me, I think the GM's just looking at it practically. You got all these teams fighting for one spot. The odds are already stocked against us with all those teams gunning for that spot. Mm. We may as well just get some value for these guys. Get get be the smart, prudent teams of of this big bunch. Rather than just missing and not getting anything, so I, I kind of admire this this thinking. I know it's not popular in the state of Minnesota, the state of hockey, mm. but uh, I, I think it's kind of you know out of design here. I think it has to be done. Yeah, it's it's admirable because we know they're in a tough spot. It's admirable what they're doing, but at the same time, if this is the only move they make. I think it's a mistake because now you're, you, you can't, you can't teeter halfway. You either go one way or you go the other. You can't be a bitch about this. Mm. So if you're going to, if you're going to say, we're going to go for it, a, I don't get this trade B, you should probably make more deals to stack your team. Or if you're going to say you're done, then let's, let's get these guys out of here. Like, like stall's got great value this year. If, if he can, fetch you some some picks or or young guys yeah, i mean he's 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 a good number one number number two center solid guy a lot of experience fuck get him out of there he's old he's 32 or whatever yeah I, i'd be getting this guy out of here i mean i'm looking around i don't want to face winnipeg i don't want to face calgary in the first round i'm gonna get dusted i don't care bruce boudreau hey we said, didn't you say Bruce Boudreaux, well, he'll definitely make the playoffs. He, he has only not made the playoffs one year in his illustrious coaching career. This will be two. I read a crazy story. <laughs> I Hey, I read a crazy story. <laughs> Simmer down. Yeah. I read a story. Like, this is like some, like political shit like going down in minnesota like apparently there was like a newspaper they were gonna like publish a story about like minnesota like about to tank and trade away their prospects and like boudreaux like last second had them like not put out the story really in saying like we're making the playoffs like this is happening when you're not publishing that story huh i heard about this like last week from gord before this trade yeah huh so like this guy is gonna he is a hundred percent hands in like hands down in making the playoffs here all hands on deck that's good i mean that's what you want your coach to be but i don't know you love the guy but I don't you can't give him I, your support here i want to see his red face in the playoffs mm. don't get me wrong here i want to see him freak out and say what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> like we love we, we love that yeah especially if he if he gets up against a big team in the first round and he's just getting toasted right. and he's just freaking out yeah. every night, yeah. we got content. Yeah. Big time. Very good content. <laughs> big time podcast content. We'll be playing that clip on repeat. But like I said, I don't see it. I see, ooh, yeah, fuck, I don't know. I see Colorado making it. Dallas, who fucking knows. 
They really, they really are a who fucking. They're a bunch team. of losers. They are I so hard to predict. I hate Dallas. Like, you don't know. Who Jamie they are. Ben scored two goals last night. He hasn't scored two goals in a game since like October. Yeah. What this, a fucking what a, like what colossal is colossal disappointment that guy is. Oh yeah, colossal. You better step it up here with my playoffs coming up. You'd think that he would be coming up mm. like you know it's crunch time. I'm the captain. Maybe I play a little better. What happened to this guy? What he's, happened? He's playing more like Jordy rather than Jamie. Don't you dare! Don't <laughs> God go is. there! Come on, come on! But what's our next topic here, Kyle? Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Fucking Dallas. We don't want to talk no. about that. No, yeah, we haven't For talked all, about Dallas I, all hey, year. We have, have we? viewers in Dallas. We have people oh, tuning sorry. in from Dallas. All respect to them. Sorry, hey, Dallas. Hey, <clears throat> but love we, Dallas. We just got to move on here. There's a I'd lot love of, to visit Dallas. Yes. <laughs> Pasternak's thumb. Hmm. He's still out. Now, word on the street is Pasternak, Bergeron, and a bunch of other Boston guys were hosting a charity pillow fight. Mm. Was that it? Pillow fight. A pillow fight mm. at the town hall in Boston. Mm. So, it's a bunch of kids. Was Pierre at the pillow fight? I got to assume. <laughs> I mean, if there's kids there, he's going to be there, right? <laughs> You got <laughs> What are you insinuating? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. With his head cleanly waxed. <laughs> the perfect sheen off that bald head of his. Boy oh boy. Anyways. So Pasternak gets in a you know, he's getting into it with some of these kids. One of this one of these kids was one of those like early developers, twelve year old kid, right? Blonde <laughs> hair, blue eyes, just six feet tall at the age of twelve. This guy's got an arm on him. And this guy gets the fluffiest pillow and he smacks Pasternak right in the back of the head. Right? And he's like, Fuck this kid. Mm. So Pasternak takes his pillow and he's wailing on this kid <laughs> and he's got him down on the ground i mean he's still he's an nhl player he's got him down on the ground and the guy's saying stop it and, and pasternak doesn't stop and then bergeron being the character guy that he is tackles pasternak to the ground saying what are you doing <laughs> and pasternak sprains his thumb or whatever the fuck he did pasternak has a broken thumb now and he's not playing so he just a stupid, stupid injury. I can't believe it happened exactly like that, and um, it just blows my mind. But Nick, we were talking the, a couple of weeks ago about just weird ways that players get injured, and, mm -hmm. and you had a chicken story. I think you wanted to tell. Well, I mentioned it earlier. I mean, we we heard it from the top, Craig Anderson. Oh. Like I said, not only can he not stop pucks, he can't even cut chicken breast. <laughs> this is something we learn all in college—a staple of the college diet. And this guy can't even cut his own chicken breast. He apparently injured himself, like cut cut himself severely, cutting like frozen chicken breast. Kind of ridiculous. <sighs> what a schmuck. Yeah, what a schmuck. <laughs> exactly. He is, he is a fool. This guy's almost 40. He can't even think like he's four. Absolute bonehead. I don't and, know how he does this. And like another time he was like doing, you know, the goalies, they're bouncing tennis balls off the wall, doing their pregame baloney. Yeah. You know, I've done it sometimes. And, 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 and the guy, the guy takes the tennis ball off his eyes and then he's like, fuck, I can't see, oh I can't see in God. front of me. No fucking way. I'm going to see the puck coming at me at a hundred miles an hour. So, uh, you know, that, that happened. 
And I just, you know, it, it just brought that memory, those memories to my mind about these just weird injuries. And and what's really sad is it's just a shitty timing for Boston. I know they've won seven in a row and they're looking hot at the moment, but let's hope this doesn't Past. extend to like, you know, close to the playoffs because the, the way they, they disclose this from the Boston side, like they said like at least two weeks or at least two to three weeks. Yeah. That's bad at least because that just means, you know, it could be yeah, double what does that, that mean? right? It could mean double that. If you own this guy in fantasy, I feel terrible for you. One of my good friends at in, in Kingston, he's he's like a top player on his fantasy team. He's praying he's back for fantasy. Absolutely. So uh, this is this is sad, and uh, you gotta you gotta you gotta be on top of this if you're a fantasy owner. Yeah. Plus, <clears throat> I mean, two ways you could go about this. Boston could be I mean they're trying to win home ice against Toronto that's their main goal right now is to get home ice so that in that case they want to they want to hurry him along push him back in but if they if they get to a point where they're very comfortable you make them wait you sit them down and say you take your time David we're winning without you already I mean why don't you heal this up and get it perfectly proper for playoffs we don't want to rush you and in that case fantasy owners I uh, I mean, I'll say a prayer for you right now. That's got to be one of your top players, and uh, you're sunk. You're sunk if you don't have that guy, and and he's one of your top guys. So, hey, this is uh, this is a hold your breath and wait and see moment for the for those guys. But yeah, there's nothing you can do. Like you're not, you can't trade him. You can't really do. My, you can try to trade him, but I mean, it's just a nasty situation. It really is, and all over a pillow fight. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, fighting for home ice with Toronto definitely want that. Yeah. Big if time. they want any odds of making a run into the playoffs, big so time. we'll see what happens here. But needless to say, a pretty embarrassing moment for the uh, for the Boston Bruins. Yeah. Now speaking of embarrassing, Nick, the Carolina Hurricanes have been mm-hmm. doing this little dance at the end of every single home win. So at the end of every home win, they've got a different celebration. Flamboyant, fun, gets the fans involved. A couple games ago, it was the bat flip, Jose Bautista style. I mean, we've talked about this on the show before. I don't think I was too much of a fan. I think I called it goofy. Uh, But Don Cherry, Canadian icon and legend, had his own things to say about this little thing. This little Carolina spat. He said, Carolina, the Carolina Hurricanes are a bunch of jerks for these celebrations. And I think this is very uncalled for and rude, Nick. Now, I kind of agree with him, but I'm not, I'm not saying they're a bunch of jerks. I'm just saying it's a little goofy and I don't really like it. But man, you're, you're really going out on a, on a tree limb here saying... These guys are a bunch of jerks. And what did Carolina do? They took right it they took advantage of it right away. They made t-shirts saying bunch of jerks t-shirts. Genius. And uh, they they changed their Twitter description to saying bunch of jerks. So they did they just jumped right all over this and uh, I'll tell you what hockey Twitter they had a field day on the old man. I felt so bad. Because, like, and, you know, he shouldn't have said it, but, like, people were calling him a dinosaur and people were calling him all sorts of things. It, it was terrible. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm just running some of these right now, showing you these celebrations. We talked about them earlier this year. <coughs> I we love did. this. I, I think this is exactly what a non-hockey market needs to mm. get these fans who are not so knowledgeable <coughs> about the game of hockey Perhaps. into into this sport. Mm. I think it's great. I'm so used to going to these games, last four minutes of the game, blowout, loss, or win. You're like, yeah, let's get home. Let's beat the traffic, you know? I think this is a great way of keeping everyone there to the end because you don't know what they're going to do. They're mixing it up every time. Yeah. The people yeah. on TV, they're tuning into the very end, finding out what's happening. Mm. I think it's awesome. And uh, this Don guy, this is yet another thing we disagree on. This it, it, Don guy. It's, it, it's, a, <laughs> it's, a dated, it's a dated opinion. He's just trying to make another ruckus on social, on, on social media. I mean, this guy doesn't know what he's saying, calling them jerks. and uh, It's one of his worst takes. It's a terrible take. I mean, it's been getting bad of late. I mean, obviously so, given he's like 95 now or whatever he is. Yeah, I mean, like, like, what do you think? Dante, I just showed you these clips. What do you think of this? Come on. I mean, I, I heard one of the players talking on the radio, and he was saying that, kind of the same that you said. He said, you know, we don't have a lot of fans. We're not really a hockey market. And it's a good way to get everyone invested. Um, yeah. Good way to bring players into the game. They're fun. They're fun. They're creative. The, saw, the bowling, like the, bowling one, the baseball, yeah. it's a blast. Yeah. This is really smart. No, some are right. some are misses and they're just a little awkward, but most of the time they hit and 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 it's great. Yeah. And and it's working. This team isn't what? They're in a playoff spot. They're a point away. They're right there. They're right there. That's something you can't say about Carolina for a very long nope. time. Nope. The need a rider deal, point per game player. Perfect. What a hit. They yeah. got the sniper they needed. They didn't have to get Tarasenko. Kudos. <clears throat> now, well, let me ask you this. Agree. Yes, it's good. Given the situation, <sighs> Nick, Dante, I mean, it's cute, it's fun, gets the fans involved. Playoff time. They're doing this? Oh, really? They're not doing this. They're not doing this in a playoff. How is, how is it insulting when the team's already left the ice? Uh, Nick, like, no, what do you no, think? No, look no, at no, no, you. No, no, no. Yeah, like I'm not saying it's disrespectful to the other team or anything. I'm just saying like it like just purely for the fans. That's yeah, why they do it right. I I just worry that it, it takes away a little bit of like seriousness to to the series. You know. That's what I everything even more choreographed i want full dance routine when they win a playoff game i want them to just absolutely go go nuts yeah go nuts on the yeah here's a here's my thing i'm happy with it in the playoffs but but if you win the series it's the fourth game and you win none oh sure. none of that sure you go right to the handshake shake their hands done that's mm. it that's your celebration yeah 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 i guess i mean it just you're not doing bowling. You're no, not having the no, other team exactly. watch you no, bowl exactly. before they shake your hands. It's I'm just, sorry. When I when I think of playoffs in my head, like my like mentality is this is life or death. We're throwing our bodies on the line. And then just to, to have this old battered bunch of guys just, you know, like they just gave their heart and soul and they're going to, all right, let's do the fucking bit here. And then they're going to do the bowling thing. And it's I can't picture it. I just can't. Maybe when I see it, then it'll change my mind, but I can't see it. I can't see it. I'm just, it's just playoffs are too serious and too blood, sweat, and tears for me to see a, a kind of 
let's get the fans involved kind of routine. Well, and let, yeah, and let's not forget, sorry to state the obvious, but it's going to be tough to get in here. Oh, right? they're not I, getting in. I mean, we just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, is, 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 Ovi, is, are the Islanders missing the playoffs? No. With the lead they have? No. No. No, no, no. Is no. Sidney Crosby missing the playoffs and eating potato chips at home watching no. the playoffs? No. Not a chance. Is Ovechkin going to be doing the same in Russia? Maybe. No. No. <laughs> Come on. Let's. No. I'm sorry. No. The way they looked against the Leafs like last night? No. Columbus, after this move, are no. they going to be. No. They're in. So really, it's just Montreal and Carolina. That's it. Yeah. I could see Montreal falling for Carolina. Very I really possible. could. And I predicted that earlier. Very possible. No, but he believes he hey, he knows this team. I think. Well, I like I I told Nick I have trouble trusting them. They've let me down so many times. I don't. I don't know. They they're the team. If they if a team falls out, they're the team. But again, I don't trust Carolina that much either. So yeah, but they're not going to make it. Philly's not going to make it either. No, they fucked it up. No, not blew it. With, they not looked with, not with they looked like Hart, a house league not team. Not with Carter Hart letting goals in like stinkers. Yeah, not <laughs> even aside from Carter the, against Montreal, they looked like mm. a minor peewee mm. house league. Mm. First time I've ever played, awful. They made Montreal look like the Harlem Globetrotters out there. It mm. was unbelievable. I've never seen fucking Brendan Gallagher look like Connor McDavid, but there wow. it was. But. Anyway, no, Nick, this is a great, great, great segue into the Pierre Maguire hiccup. Near miss. Boy, oh boy. You say that almost like you wish it no, happened. No, no, no. And no, when, when I sent this to you over the over the Facebook chat, I was like, Nick, uh, I th- the, the collective hockey Twitter has taken, uh, almost gotten ex- everything they've ever wished for. And I didn't say that. Someone else said that. I sent you a tweet. The guy said, everybody in hockey almost got exactly what they wished for. And what this was, folks, was Pierre Maguire almost got smoked in the chrome dome with a 100-mile-an-hour slap shot of a puck. And what we got after was a, a national TV news interview uh, of Pierre and uh, I'll let you take it away here, Nick. What what did we fr- see from the peanut? On the interview? Yes. Well, you know, this is just funny because you sent me this earlier in the day. Yeah. Then I'm sitting down with my dad that night, CTV News, the national. National news. National they go, they're news. talking about shit in Syria, ISIS, oh. what's going on, you know, important stuff. And Pierre, and the, and Pierre Maguire. War, poverty. War, poverty. <laughs> everything. War, poverty. Yes, exactly. And Pierre just pops. <laughs> Look at that. What's he like, looking like, Nick? They they do an interview with him. They're, they what did they ask him uh, whether or not? What, what was the question? They they asked the the interviewers actually asked Pierre Maguire on national news. Pierre, do you think they were trying to hit you on purpose? Like that's fucking disrespectful. And what did Pierre say? Oh no! I I didn't think they were trying to hit me. I I'm friends with everyone. On that team. Of course they weren't trying to hit me. Some bullshit like that. And like no, I am perfect response. But you just gotta see this guy doing this interview. The guy's fucking red face. 
So Pierre's red-faced and cross-eyed. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's under the influence of some sort of fucking like psychotic drug when he's doing this interview. He goes, yeah, no, they're all my friends. They wouldn't do that. And I was just so worried about my camera crew. I didn't give a shit about me getting hit. And Pierre just takes the honorable uh, honorable bow out here. But I got to say, though, when you rewatch the clip, he kind of steps back a little, and the next thing you know, he's going right to the camera. Like, and and that's, that's yeah. what I want. Right yeah. that, that's what I wanted to get to. Because yeah. apparently on the interviews, he was like, he was he, like, this camera guy got nailed. This puck ricocheted off the camera. No, it hit the right. camera. No, it hit the camera guy. He hit the camera hit off the camera onto oh. the camera guy. Okay. And so that's what he's reacting to, making sure his buddy's over. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad. Like, that's the human response, that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, I feel terrible for the camera guy. Apparently, he was all good, kept working. Was That's real, good. Was a real tough nut to crack. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, glad everything went okay, but man, you got to be worried about Pierre there. I mean, they, they were, I mean, he, of course, he was trying to be a badass after this. On the radio, they were like, Pierre, you must have been so worried. And he was like, well, you know, would have just broken my cheekbone. Oh, he didn't say Not, that. Nothing, a little surgery. Can't oh, he fix. must work out every morning, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he was, he was pumping his tires. Wow. To say the least. But uh, Every opportunity he can get to pump his t- his own tires, yeah. mind you. Yeah. He'll, he'll take it. Yeah. But what I will say is if the puck did hit him, I don't think this would have been viral. Like they just There's no way NBC lets that leak. No. Right? They let it leak because it almost hit him. They don't let it yeah. leak if it hits him. No, because then it's just a sad yeah. story, yeah, right? Yeah, just sad. Yeah. Yeah, close call for our for our might lovely good, friend. Might have been good for him because the puck hit him though. Um, would have all that drama with. Um, oh, Ken, yeah. yeah with Kendall, Kendall Coyne Coyne there, erased. Gone. Yeah, true. So Sympathy. Pierre is, Pierre is a hockey hero. Exactly. He's a puck in the face for his cameraman. What a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, like that would totally erase it. This even this whole situation somewhat takes mm. it away a little bit. Mm. Even it's. It's a really interesting point. But. Well, one thing I will say is that that's actually a very tough job. Like, he was getting into some of the injuries he suffered. On that job? Yeah. Wow. Um, he He's had guys fly, like, get hit, fly onto his part of the bench, have their skates land on his dress shoes, and, like, fuck up his feet. That's wow. pretty bad. Um, he's He's been hit by the puck a dozen times. You know, maybe not in the head, but, like, you know. He's getting hit. That's a dangerous mm. job. You're yeah. close to the action. No, yeah. I, 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 I think we take it for granted. Like, we don't assume that shit happens, but I, I guess it happens all the time. You hear Ferraro talk about it. Shit yep. happens. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Nick, I mean, I'm looking at the time here. We've pretty much gotten through all our topics minus my moral dilemma. Mm. But that's we can always get to that next week. We're at uh, We're at an hour 11 here, so... I think it's good good time to wrap up. I mean, it's been a, a packed content uh, wise show, and we're, hey, we're we're bound to have mountains of information and contact for next week too, with this trade deadline just starting out here. So, yeah, I think this is uh, this is all good for this episode. What do you think? Yeah, just looking at everything, I think everything but that moral dilemma, which I guess, you know, I left everyone on a cliffhanger last week. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll do the same this week. Yeah, Kyle sorry, had fellas. Kyle quite, quite the eventful uh, 
meeting with with a with a fellow at the, an uh, old, the old pond old here. fogey at the pond yes S- scared st- scared kyle uh and and he just never returned to this pond showed up ready to play and left and he's never returned let's let's just say the pond is no longer being looked after yes. and it might be my fault right. <laughs> yeah that's I, I, salty that's a, old bastard that's a very good way to put it that's a very good way to put it yeah, I think that's it for the yeah, show. And Nick. not to mention, we'll have a lot on the trade deadline next week. Oh, huge. Deadline's coming up Monday. Huge. Kyle will be at TSN Trade Center. I'll be Boots on, on I'll the be ground. in studio, yeah. He will see Pierre live in person. He will have will. the honor of seeing the shiny forehead and giving it a nice kiss. Guys, I hope. I swear to you guys, if I get the any morsel of opportunity to shake this man's hand, I'll do it. I. It's a good deal. Uh, see, I don't know. Uh, You're scared of that perspiration. No, I'm not scared of doing it. I'm just scared of like what my my coworkers would probably be pretty upset with me for causing such a ruckus. But it's Pierre. I know they they treat him as talent, quote unquote, and they they we respect the talent with all all of our good graces. So I can't really touch his head or anything. Mm. I can shake his hand and call him a nice guy. I'm not going to mention the podcast because of how much we uh, we throw shade at him for sure, especially me. Yeah, so I do not that. want him finding this podcast because yeah. it would be nothing but trouble. His feelings get hurt pretty easily. Yeah. Oh from, yeah. From everything we hear. Yeah. So we don't want to. We don't want to. You know. Upset him. Oh, of course not. You never know though. Yeah, oh my god. That would be nice. I mean, I w- if I could go back and erase all the nasty things I've said about him, I would, just so I could mm. shout out the podcast, but I can't. It's been said. It's been said. Just but. keep an eye out for him. We oh. want a full report, what he was eating for lunch, what he was doing on the sidelines. Yeah. You yeah. know, was whether he, ta- he actually contributed to the day at all? Was he talking to any kids? Was he up to any funny business with the <laughs> with the feet with the female? Where's an- this pedophilia? The, fe- the female from? anchors there at TSN. Was he up to any funny business with them? Yes. Yes. There's yes. a long list of attractive anchors there, so he's definitely going to get you know some action in there. So keep us posted. Yep. Keep he's going to be like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, he's going to be their cage and. <laughs> Show him his cage or whatever yeah. the fuck he oh, wants yeah. to do. Oh boy, yeah. yeah, Pierre, if you're listening, we're sorry. <laughs> You've we been warned. You. You've we been love warned. you. It's uh, it's a matter of fact that when we talk about you, it means we respect you, mm. and that's a that's a good way to end. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, on that note, thank you all for joining. It's been. Uh, Quite the time here. Another live edition. Oh, you know, amazing. Uh, another honor to be here joined live yeah. by another talent in Dante who uh-huh. can't always be with us. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's been a good one. And, um, you know, we got an action-packed week coming up. And until next time, thank you for listening. And on that note, Rink Moose is signing off.